Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. What's On Your Mind now has a second Mental Health Monday series called Method to the Madness, where we discuss issues that impact our mental health as they relate to our very unique and different backgrounds, perspectives, and ideologies. We hope to create a space where we can engage in critical dialogue, listen to, challenge, and learn from each other. We hope to model how different people can come together and find our common interest. So we might get a little mad at each other, but at the end of the day, we are mad at how mental health is dealt with and talked about. So together, we will end the stigma around mental health, mental illness, and suicide prevention. What you're about to hear is actually the audio from our video series. You can find the video series on the Be Fearless You, IGTV, and YouTube channel. The hosts of this show are me, Janie Rad, Corey Lynn Bailey from the Be Fearless You Foundation, and John Foley from Men's Methodology and the James Foley Foundation. As a disclaimer, the stories shared on this platform may include triggering content. Please take care of yourself while listening. We will not be providing advice, therapy, or counseling. That is not the intended purpose of this space. If you are seeking professional advice or need to talk to someone immediately, please connect with a mental health professional or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 800-273-8255. Ready? Okay. I don't know. Some people are really particular about their schedules. I mean, there's like, <laughs> so like, I heard about, I want, no, 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 I want <laughs> more, do it more. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't do it fast enough. Okay, ready? One more time. Ready? Dude, him or me? Both of you. Okay, ready? <laughs> ready? One, two. Welcome to episode two of Method to the Madness. (laughs) So it's over mental fitness and physical fitness and how we strengthen our mental health and how that works in conjunction with being physically healthy and how that affects our mental health. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I mean, me personally. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, really, I mean, you, you, you think about mental fitness and there's like just it's like, well. Am I doing like flashcards or am I going to therapy or, you know, there isn't really a definition to what mental fitness is. At least that's my anecdotal assumption. Whereas physical fitness, (laughs) there's so many definitions and depending on what kind of athlete or sport you're in, there's definitely a very specific, um, you know, standard of what fit is. You know, whereas mental health is a bit more ambiguous. That's a really good point. And I feel like even when I was growing up, I feel like I thought I was working on mental fitness because my parents would do flashcards with me and memory tricks. And like we would try to, you know, memorize vocab words or whatnot. Like it was a lot of I think that's what we called mental fitness. But I think one thing I did not do when I was growing up was actually practice like emotional intelligence and resiliency skills, which now I look back and I'm like, that would have been much better mental fitness <laughs> for me to learn when I was a kid. <laughs> but, but you know what? That's all, it's all interesting. 
though, because like just today I was, I was reading about mental rehearsal, you know, and, and we've all been there, you know, you guys are titans of industry yourselves and you've been in those stages or those briefs or those presentations. And when the, one thing they talk about in uh, mental rehearsal, which I thought was fascinating is like, first think about everything that can go wrong. <laughs> And the idea is, is no, but seriously, the idea is to get it out. I'm like, okay, well, you know, if I, if I stutter in, in the first couple of seconds of, of the brief, I'm like, oh, I can't talk today, you know, kind of, kind of make it a joke. And then you can kind of prepare yourself for that event. And that gives you a level of resiliency or resilience, as you just said, Jenny. John, you have a very sexy, like call in the next playlist <laughs> is in your eyes. You have like that voice going. It's actually, I mean, you got you definitely attract some girls. Let me tell you, this is like it's like Delilah Radio, but the mental health edition. Yeah, I'm still single, but thank you. It's nice. So I think for me, when I think about mental versus physical, I think for me, it's just it's a, it's a light switch, and I wish I could explain it. But it's like when I decide I want to do something, I get it in my head and I make it happen, even if there's fifty thousand things in front of me. And I don't know if that's a mental strength per se, um, as my husband looks over at me like I'm crazy. But what I do think is that, um, like for me, you know, when I decide I want to do something, either I have the ability to just kind of push it forward. And I don't know where the strength comes from. But then there's other areas where people would assume I would be strong and I'm weak. Right. And I, I you know, wonder to myself, it's like, how can I be so strong in these situations and so weak in others? I don't know. So it'll be interesting to hear y'all's viewpoints today. What do you define as weak? Because I, you know. Ooh, that's a good question. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm getting deep now. Well, what do you feel like is you showing weakness? Because I would, I would probably see you as showing strength, even in times that you think you're being weak. No, no. I think for me, my mental weakness comes from shutting down and shutting out. And just, you know, if I get overwhelmed by someone or something and I'm a fixer, so I want to make everybody happy and life's copacetic. And I think that when I don't do those things, I mentally, I feel like I'm failing. Whereas like with the physical, I mean, I know when I look at my watch, I've done this many steps and this many miles and I've, I've, I, it's there to track me, but there's nothing to track my brain that says, hey, Corey, unless I subconsciously or consciously say I've, I've done these great things today, like great job. I don't have a, which I mean, that could be a great little invention, um, but I don't have something kind of giving me that, hey, you did it. You've gone five miles today. But I disagree with you. Though. That is not surprising. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Come on, Corey. What, what do you disagree I mean, on? No, no seriously, I, I disagree with you because you're not going to walk your five miles if you haven't built up to walking that five miles. And all you're seeing and all you're focusing on is the scoreboard. You're not focusing on the systems that got you to five miles. And I think that's a lot, um, you know, that's you, you can make a direct correlation to mental health, right? Usually you focus on the end result of like the outburst or you're just tired or whatever. And it's kind of like looking at the scoreboard, but you never look at the systems or, or things that are put in place like boundaries, rest, and all that other stuff, uh, mental capacity that, that got you there. Would that be a journal? Would that be journaling? I mean, would it be like saying, okay, because that's the other thing too you have to remember is that 
I, I mean, psyching ourselves out in terms of it's been a long day. I'm tired. I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to get on this podcast or I just want to just like shut down. That to me is a mental block that it's like, okay, what do we do to get stronger, to get over the humps? Because the humps will keep coming if we let them. I mean, I don't know the answer. I know that I think physical fitness, it goes hand in hand with mental health to some degree. I mean, there is, yeah. So, I mean, for me, like, you know, with us moving, it's like, okay, you know, I know what my tasks are. I know, you know, now what my regimen is going to be in the morning to work out and what I can do here and there. But I, I think mentally weak is where I fall. I need to get mentally stronger. And maybe it's just based on how people perceive it. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of see both things because it's like, because I, I definitely experienced those lows too. But I think for me, it's like, I find it, I feel like it's just a part of being a human of having those low emotions. And like, I feel like if we don't experience those and let us like, you know, it's okay to have a bad day it's okay to be sad and it's okay to feel broken. But I think that fitness for me is like, how well do you then get yourself out of it? Or like what, or like how fast kind of, or like how, how often do you then like feel like, okay, when you're out of it, are you still thinking about that low or have you now like, are you kind of like moving forward type thing? I think that's kind of how I, I think of it. But also to your point too, I do think that is a really good point of like with physical fitness, we do have these like benchmarks that are really obvious. Like, okay, if you do this, then, you know, you're physically fit. Like I even remember taking like a presidential fitness test. What is the emotional mental fitness equivalent to that? I don't, I don't know that there are just like benchmarks or if there are, like, I don't know if they're, as obvious or measurable. But again, I, I, I challenge your thinking though. You challenge my thinking? Do it. Yeah. Because when you talk about the presidential fitness test, right? Yes. We all did that. Yeah. You're always talking about, again, the scoreboard, right? Because it's based on a score. And again, I think with both fitness or physical fitness and mental fitness, I know in the gym, right? As I work towards a, a PR personal record, right? It's not just the act of doing the personal record it's it's all the work and all the reps and the sets and the different exercises that develop different sets of muscles that get me to that goal and and i think um you know james clear in atomic habits is really big on systems versus scoreboard like i i get that it's a journey i'm totally on board for that but for me i feel like i need to know that i'm headed in some kind of right direction and i think that's why for me it's like i still think having some kind of benchmark whether it's something that you want to call it a scoreboard or not but i i still feel like i need something to show that i'm improving no but i would argue just like physical fitness like if you're out all night drinking man, and you got to run four or five miles the next day, it's not going to go well. And the same goes for work, right? If you're out drinking and you're up all night or, or just doing whatever, you know, watching Gilmore Girls or something. Great show. And uh, John, it's you, so good. Oh, my God. My, my, my daughter was named Rory for a reason. That's all I got to say. Listen. Aww. Yeah. So I, I'm, right. I'm not trying got to change. got a little rom-com or, or, going you know. on here. Okay. <laughs> Never yeah, would have so picked good. you for a Gilmore so Girl. I've never even seen an episode. <laughs> They're in New England. Get out of here. I don't know here. what it's about. I've never seen a single episode. <laughs> so good. Get the box out. We had the Wait, what's the Anyways. name of the song? 
What's the name of the song? It's just a theme song to Gilmore Girls. What's the theme song? I don't know. It's I don't. You know just sing it. I don't know if it's a real song. I just know it as the Gilmore Girls theme song. Okay, well, but sing it. If you're out on the road, <laughs> all you have to do is please make sure you don't edit that out okay i i, I just wanted you to sing there was it i mean that that's, do that's not, ed- no, do that's not edit that gold, out yeah. john and i will take over editing <laughs> right but i do have to raise a valid point on something john said and i i'm cannot believe i'm i'm giving him credence no i'm just kidding is whenever i was running up to like 12 miles a day and was probably in the best shape I remember first starting to run and I had to hold on to the treadmill and like get myself through that first mile. And then like a week or two later, I was like, okay, I'm going to do two miles. Okay. I'm going to do three. So to John's point, I do think that it takes a period of time to kind of build up that stamina, not just physically, but mentally. Like there's some things I know, you know, I can mentally um, turn off. And then there's just some things where I just let it eat me alive. And, you know, I, my biggest fear is if I go, Hey, Janie, Hey, John, this is how I'm feeling today. And this is what's going on. And I really am overwhelmed. It's not my nature to do that. I'm just not going to say those things. I mean, Janie and I have occasionally, but I feel you. I mean, maybe it's, I, maybe I just have a, 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 I'm a type three on the Enneagram. So I'm always looking at uh, progress and self-development that is about the Enneagram, but I, um, I've, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I just need to know what I'm working towards. So like, even though for me, like I know mental health has been this continuous journey. If I don't know what I'm working on, I'm just going to feel lost. And I'm going to just feel like I'm not doing purposeful, intentional work. So like, for example, like I, I know through my therapy sessions that like, I've gotten better at reacting really fast under times of stress. I can tell, you know, during, you know, over years of doing therapy that my emotional intelligence on like an interpersonal level is much better than my emotional intelligence on an individual level. Like, so I know these things about me. And so therefore I feel like when I am going on this mental health journey, I can take purposeful steps that I know will help me improve in, in those areas. Right. That's a valid point. I got to work on not having my facial expression show how I feel because Janie, we do these calls every week (laughs) and (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's so true though. And people will say stuff and all I can think in my head is what the f*** did you just say? (laughs) And so Janie will be like looking at me and she'll text me and she'll be like your facial expression. So I'll have to like, while I'm watching the zoom, like shift my whole way of thinking of like, so I, that's, to me, like, I need to be a little more mentally mature. <laughs> so glad I'm saying that. But I think, I, I will say, I do think there's value in you also expressing your emotions too, you know? Like, remember, I think you said this in the last episode of, like, how liberating it would be if you could just, like, say what's on your mind, you know? Because I do think that there is part of this, like, filter of just, like, yeah. okay, like, I do have to put on this, like, you know, professional face and hide. And, and I do think that's that's hard, you know, like, so I, I don't think that that's necessarily a good or bad thing. I just think, like, I, it's just something that I, I notice about you that you, I can't tell your feelings through your emotions, but here's the thing it is. It's, I've always been that way. It's like, you know, I mean, whether you're married to me or you work for me, it's like, you know, when I'm mad, you know, and I'm happy, I cannot hide it. Like I'm not a yeah. poker face <laughs> suck at poker. So you never want me with you. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, what, what makes, <laughs> you know, Janie great is she's 
she's about milestones and 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 working towards something. That's probably why she's really good at her job. You know, strategy. She is about milestones. Informing and influencing the future. No, it's why we actually click so well business business wise. Like it's but see, I think y'all y'all both just nailed it though. John, you've been working out, running, you're looking awesome as we, you know, get you back into the 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 dating game. And then Janie, you've got like yoga and all of that. So y'all tell me, like if you didn't get to do your extra stuff during the week, dance, yoga, John, your workouts and stuff, how would that affect y'all mentally? And I think that that gives us a great indication to, you know, y'all tell us, you know, what makes y'all mentally strong enough to say, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to go to this yoga thing. I'm going to go here. I mean, like versus letting the noise overcome you. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, and I think part of that was that mental health journey where I realized if I don't have those things, then I lose myself. And it's like, I need to find some kind of activity where it's literally just me focusing on me. So that way I have that space and where it's like, I'm not doing something with somebody else. Like I'm literally just doing it for me. And I've noticed that I actually really, really mentally like depend on that because when the quarantine happened and everything was shut down I did lose myself like my mental health really just took an all-time low because I realized that my dependency on these activities was just taken out from me and I had to then really quickly recalibrate but um I mean that's something I've learned about myself that like I need those things in order to be myself honestly yeah Stan I need to work on that uh yeah, I mean I I, t- I totally agree with what Janie's saying. Real quick, is there like a blower on? My computer is making this noise. I think Corlin's <laughs> fan of her. I think it's how gonna like, take do, off. How or do something. I turn it? <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Y'all. I think I don't think you should turn it off. Though. I think your computer is overheating. It's because y'all are so yeah. hot. Yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> no, it's yeah. you're so hot. We're you, not. There. I, I used to be, um, but not anymore. But that's okay. Stop, Corlin. Stop that mean talk oh, to yourself. Oh my goodness gracious! I know. Sorry. You know, so, so that's interesting. Let's transition there. Like, so. Ooh, I don't want to. No, 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 no. One second, because because yeah. I do it all the time. Like, like we all have negative thoughts with our our cave brain, caveman brain, or cave person brain, as we would say today. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, Jimmy. <laughs> And, you know, looking for those negative thoughts, you know, as, as a basis for survival. And I know I was reading this article and it said, you have to name that person, name that person who's overthinking. So my guy is Chuck. And like, so what I'm thinking negative thoughts, I'm overthinking, I'm like, Chuck, stop, just stop. So you're, it's like the devil and the angel. You're, you got Chuck. What's this person? That one's John. The nice one's John. Yes, John. Yeah, thank you, Jenny. <laughs> you're the best. Do you want some more chapstick for all the kissing up you're doing? <laughs> Holy hell, I'm going to ship you some. Oh, my goodness. That's, goodness. That's a really good point. No, I'm just sort of reflecting on what you said. Because I feel like people oh, which, which about part? just, like, the, the naming the, like, mean voice in your head. Because my partner cause it does this to me, too, where, like, I'll be like, he'll, you know, it'll, he'll be like, oh, you look so nice today. And I'll be like, oh, thanks. I'm wearing makeup. Oh, it's because I just showered. Oh, it's just cause, like, I'll just make all these excuses. And he'll be like, you should talk to yourself the way that you talk to other people. That is true. And I was like, oh, yeah. That is so true. And I don't. I talk to myself oh, way yeah. worse than I talk to other people. I, I am the least kind 
to myself out of all people on this earth. Oh, definitely. And why do we do that? I don't know because like that's the thing. Like so, uh, one like thing for me is braces. Right, I am one of those that I've always had straight teeth, beautiful teeth actually. And I listened to my dentist because I grind my teeth. I had a crossbite. I did not need this kind of stuff, right? So now, like, I don't want to smile. I don't want, like, when you showed the preview clip from last week, oh, my God, I was mortified. I was like, can we redo that, y'all? What? Oh, I thought no. it was great, too. No, See, I'm so just, I think I'm stressing. Well. I am stressing about age and, like, I, like, just, oh, my gosh. I do not want to look old. <laughs> like, I get teary-eyed thinking about that stuff. Like, I'd have more babies if I could. I mean, this is this is the perfect like talk about the intersection of physical fitness and mental fitness, right? It's like I think I said this before of like some like physical fitness to an extent I feel like is really good for my mental health, but then all of a sudden it's like this bell curve where then I start focusing on it too much. I start comparing my physical appearance and physical fitness to other people's physical fitness, and my mental health just completely goes off the deep end on the other side. And I feel like we need to find that happy medium where it's like. You need to know that you are freaking beautiful, Corila. <laughs> like you are freaking beautiful. Yeah, but so here's the thing: what are y'all? What are people gonna? This is where I get frustrated. Is what are people gonna say? No, you, no, you're right. You're not. I mean, what's? I don't say it to have someone agree with me. I'm just saying like this is how I'm feeling. You know, I, you know, thought I would you know try this little experiment out on something. John knows what I'm talking about. And I'm just like, no, uh, with weight, right? Of like, here's what I'm used to. Here's what I'm not. It has affected me greatly. Like, just, oh, yeah. So I was a very spoiled, like, just kind of, you know. I mean, I don't know how to say it without it being ugly, but like, I was always one that could turn heads in a room, you know, and now I just don't feel that way. And I knew that, like, I knew I had that kind of power. I don't want to, I don't mean it in like an ugly way, but like, I knew that I was pretty, but, and I knew that I could turn heads, but like, as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm losing that sense of myself. My brain is saying I'm still that 30, 40, you know, whatever, but I'm struggling with it big time. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think body image is, is a tough, yeah. it's, it's hard. And I think it's hard. deals with it. I mean, I'm sure even yeah. John, I mean, what's your thought on body image do you all deal with it yeah do you guys go through this 100 <laughs> what are you, you talking about <laughs> i don't know what? i see y'all got me all teary-eyed <laughs> why, why do you think people go to the gym that's true <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. all about it's all about yeah. aesthetics yeah you know and, and and really you know when you're talking about bo- body image to me you're, you're totally just talking about self-worth right and you the conversation right now is, is you know body image but you name a topic you know, relationship, career, finance, friends, family, right? You know, and there's all these moments for me, I, I can only just talk about me, where you put your self-worth on the table. Well, if I get this promotion, then I'll be good. Well, what happens if you don't, <laughs> you know? And and so, you know, a lot of that's, at least what I'm working through, is trying to reframe that thinking, right? And and I think, I think uh, you know, again, trying to do those reps, mental fitness reps so that way when i get in those situations uh i hope we can do better (laughs) that's a valid point well and i think part of it is like 
it's the self-worth and also like the reason we feel like it's self-worth is because we get like I think John mentioned systems before like our world tells tells us like what is pretty and what is valuable like what an uh, what a hot man looks like what a hot woman looks like and so then we internalize that and then we make that our self-worth so I mean it's freaking tough but I think part of it is like we do kind of have to figure out how to separate ourselves from those messages that say, you know what, whether I look like that or not, I have value. And I will be the first to admit that that's hard to do, but I think that's, that's that mental fitness where we have, it's like, yeah, the mental fitness reps, like how many times a day should I tell myself that, that like, you know what, no matter what I look like, I'm valuable. No matter what I look like, I'm valuable. (laughs) Like 25 repetitions of that. And I agree with that. But but devil's advocate real quick. Okay. So I'm not throwing him under the bus, but this is a good example is when you're in relationships, right? And like, I can remember, and, and I, I just said this to Jason the other day. It's like, I remember I could walk in a room and take his breath away, right? Like he would just be like, oh my gosh, how did I get her? And I know that sounds conceited, but now I can walk in a room. It's like, oh, there's Corey Lynn, right? Like he doesn't understand. Haven't you also been t- married for such a long time? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure uh, Giselle walks in the family room when Tom Brady's on the couch watching TV, and he doesn't even blink an eye. Whereas I'd be like, <laughs> I would just had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but Corlin, seriously, this is the mental fitness. So when things like that don't happen, are is your first gut instinct to say it must be something that's wrong about me, or is there another situational thing that has led to this outcome? I don't know, John. Are you hard on yourself? I think that's been the through line of all three of us that we're really hard yes. on ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think everyone has. I mean, just yesterday, I was, I was researching uh, how to overcome insecurities. In Psychology Today, they had a great article, and what they recommended is that you did, you do a thirty-day gratitude journal, and each day, each at night, write three things. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I love how kind you are no it's like today i did a really good job driving to work and i didn't yell at anyone on the road right and then you so you you write like three things like that and then in the morning you read them about yourself and then you repeat have you are you going to start this tonight uh, i started a couple of days ago but i only got past day two <laughs> uh, i started that on new year's and i think i'm averaging like four a week which is like i'll take that as a win Look at you. You're such an overachiever. That's awesome. Y'all both can, in a very loving way, I sometimes feel like, how did I get so lucky to meet these two? Because, like, you got the, the like, regimen of, I'm going to get this many followers. I'm going to do this today, this, this, and this. And Janie's Janie. I mean, she does, I don't even know how she does it. Um, so I, I'm shocked that you haven't done that more consistently. So, so, but that's a really interesting point I think you bring, bring up, Corey Lynn. And uh, for me, one of the things that I'm really trying to do is do some of these things, but create routines and habits. And so, like, for me, I'm trying to have a nighttime routine where I brush my teeth. And then, you know, uh, then from there, I journal, put on a meditation and go to sleep. Wait, where's Gilmore Girls and all this? Gilmore Girls has been canceled for a while, according to but it's on Netflix now. The reruns are on Netflix. That's what I've been watching. <laughs> how many seasons are there? So I know how long I got to get through this crap. I think six. Uh, oh, is it six? Why did I think it was like 12? But they also, there's like the new one. 
that like came back. Yeah, the four. Yeah, Gilmore Girls is out of um, Stars Hollow, Connecticut, outside of Hartford, Connecticut. Am I thinking of Gossip Girl out of New York City? Yes. Is that what I'm thinking yes. of? <laughs> yes, thank you. And if the network out there is listening and wants to sponsor us for that advertisement, I won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that is episode two. Hope you all enjoyed, and we'll see you in two weeks with uh, our special celebrity guest. All right, so this series of our Method to the Madness um, IGTV and YouTube series is sponsored by the Almond Clinic. The Almond Clinic is one of the world's leaders in applying brain imaging and science to help people who struggle with anxiety, emotional issues, learning challenges like dyslexia, ADD, cognitive problems, and um, y'all definitely need to check them out. You can go to uh, almondclinics.com and learn more about them. A-M-E-N-C-L-I-N-I-C.com. Well, I'm excited about this, um, everybody. So hopefully if you're watching the video, you've already found the video. But if you're listening to the audio or one of whatever, vice versa, the audio is going to be coming out on Mondays on the uh, What's On Your Mind by Janie Rad podcast. It will be Method to the Madness alternated now with STFS. So you can find all that on your Monday. It'll be Mental Health Monday series all the way through. And the video series will be basically wherever you find uploaded video content, YouTube, IG, all of the above. And we'll be releasing those on Sundays. So thanks for watching. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll, we'll talk to you next week or in two weeks. I got my boomerang setting. Do you all know what boomerangs are? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I think this is going to be fun, actually. This is going to be we rad. might actually get some You're listeners, people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what? Let me just take a picture. Just <laughs> <laughs> boomerang it. I don't know why we're not recording now. Girl, oh, I have been. Ready, set. Okay, we're not ready, set, go. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> no, I think it's .com. No, it's, it's .org. <laughs> Annie. I'm willing to bet you about <laughs> yes. 500 bucks oh, right wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. I, I want it. What's the bet? I want, what's the bet? What's the bet? No, I $500. No, I believe Oh, yeah, we are really? recording. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Yeah, there's the red, the red dot. Okay, so I'll, I'll say three, and then we'll wait two more And then we'll seconds. wait two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Okay, This see. is not my first rodeo, hon. Let me just say that. <laughs> that was funny, y'all. No, I didn't do it. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D.com. Head on over to jannyrad.com slash podcast and click on support the show. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.